Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Les Odorants. I remain Dan and I am joined as ever by the Shirley Bastards, Ben. Hello. And Les Pheromones himself, James. Hello. Hello. Right, uh, uh, none of that makes much sense at all. Uh, it may do by the end of the show, it may not. You just have to keep guessing. Uh, right, I want to start this week by um, saying how much I enjoyed uh, last week's uh, podcast. Um, judging by the numbers online, it seems to have been our most popular podcast, or at least uh, uh, had most uh, 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 rapid growth, uh, which is uh, nice. Uh, so kind of got about 500 uh, listens in the first few days, which is amazing. Um, and during that show, I managed to twice tell the same anecdote about uh, 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 custard-smelling a uh, pair of boobs uh, perfume. So uh, n- nobody picked me up on it, but I in, heard it. In your defence, we did do it over two sessions, so... You, I know, you, but yeah. but what's that say about me, that I keep wanting to talk about that perfume? I, 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 that you didn't even buy. That I didn't even buy. No, I know. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, perhaps you should. Maybe it's telling you something. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't do it to myself. Did you cut um, out... Also, Ben, did you cut out me saying about the twin cest with, like... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Am yeah. I not allowed to say that? Am I not allowed <laughs> well, to say that now? Is that going to get? Is, is this going to get cut out as well? I, 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 who knows? <laughs> oh. uh, I, I, I challenge you to leave it in. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, in, in a week of uh, exciting perfume news, uh, I'm just going to rattle off a couple of perfumes I wore um, before uh, we get into them. Um, so, first, uh, I received uh, through the post... Um, the new Amouage Opus 14 Royal Tobacco, um, which is a Cecile Zorokin uh, perfume uh, for Amouage, and I've been super eagerly anticipating it. Um, and I'm not sure about it, if the truth oh. be told. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's again, one of those perfumes where I, I know it to be a good and capable and well-composed perfume, and, and, and as a sort of... Uh, you know, a, a work of uh, perfume-making virtuosity, it, it, I can appreciate it. Um, but it is part of the library collection, which tends to be much more kind of avant-garde, challenging, slightly sort of out-there type stuff. Um, and I think this is no different, actually. This is not an easy-going tobacco and vanilla perfume, if that's what people are expecting. Um, it's actually uh, it's actually really heavy uh, licorice uh, sort of uh, flavour, uh, flavour. No, I mean, I didn't drink it. Don't worry. Uh, but a, a heavy licorice sort of vibe to it, and um, and I, I'm not certain about it yet. Uh, it's one of those perfumes that that has a lot of complexity to it, and I think I'm going to have to wear it a few more times to really get my my head around it and make a decision. How do you feel about uh, the Opus collection now being in the normal bottles? I love it. Yeah, me too. I think they look excellent. Yeah, I I I love them. Uh, I mean, particularly, um, I, I don't know if you've seen uh, this. What's the whining noise in the background? Um, sorry, that day, me, me Mrs. and uh, Elliot are watching the football, the women's football final. I'm ah. assuming I'm assuming England have scored. Oh, really? I was going to yeah. say I'm assuming they've lost because. She sounded upset, but uh, no, no, anyway. they, they sound happy to me. I don't know. Oh, okay. They, well, yeah. They might so, be cheering for Germany. Who knows? 
<laughs> yeah, it's possible. Um, right, so, yeah, the Amorage Bowl, um, this is, uh, it's it's a matte, almost kind of clay-like thing. It um, looks great. It looks It great. looks fucking phenomenal. I always thought the library collection looked a bit weird, um, and, I, I, you know, I get that they were meant to look like a bit like a book kind of thing, or I think they were, but those caps on them never really did it for me. Um, I think uh, uh, re-bottling them in that, style is is a great move uh to be honest why are you not sure about them no i have no preference i mean as the, that looks great to me mm. uh, i just thought to distinguish them from the the rest you know i like i like the idea of um brands not necessarily just let's standardize on all our bottles and have mm. everything coming out in the same line Albeit, yeah, they're different, you know, uh, and they're very nice and nice quality. Uh, even if, you know, you thought the Opus was a bit naff, uh, mm. at least they sort of differentiate from the regular collection. That's all. But as yeah. I say, I don't have a huge, uh, they, you know, preference, so it doesn't matter anyway. They they do remain different in the sense that, um, you know, they're very kind of matte uh I don't know, is, is clay the right word? But, um, you know, they don't look like sort of shiny glass things at all. So quite, uh, you know, visually quite different. Um, and they do tend to be the more kind of, um, I'm not going to say extreme perfumes, but certainly the more, I suppose, um, the less mainstream sort of uh, perfumes uh, generally, and and I think Royal Tobacco is no exception. With a name like Royal Tobacco, I think you'd be forgiven for assuming that it would be a straightforward tobacco perfume. It's anything but that. Um, it's very good, uh, and I use the word good slightly advisedly because I'm not sure whether I like it yet. But it's you know it's an impressive piece of work nonetheless. Um, I also tried. Um, Sorry, can we quickly go back to that a sec? No, no, no. Yeah, go on. So, so you mentioned that it had a um, like like licorice note in it. Is it um, mm. like how is that? Is it quite light licorice or is it is it quite dense, sort of dark licorice? Yeah, no. This smells like um, this smells like licorice root um, that's been submitted to a blowtorch. It's like oh, right. uh, well, I that 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 sounds amazing to be honest. <laughs> I think there's every chance you would like this, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think it's, I think it's got enough kind of interestingness to it, um, whilst being a very capable perfume that I think you, 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 you may well enjoy it. Um, I'm conscious that I've got like about half a dozen things I need to send you. I've actually got a big long mailing list of shit to do. Um, uh, do you, do you like licorice, Ben? Do you, do you like it to eat? Yeah, I love it, yeah. and and like as a fragrance, I I really love it as well. I, I I've been sort of looking for a, a really dark, thick, sort of black licorice fragrance for ages, and you know I had a few like um, is it uh, Lolita Lempica Eau Masculine and um, Lolita Lempica? Yeah, one? yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Lolita Lempica Extreme, yeah. I think. I think I've got that. Is that is that um, is that a licorice? It is has a has a licorice vibe to it. Yeah. yeah, but this is the problem for me. Is it they're often quite light fragrances. Um, you know that it's not to me. It's it's more like that aniseed kind of thing rather than um, 
true kind of dark licorice. Black Vines by Kerosene? Yeah, I've not tried that one. Um, I, I, I would probably think it is on the darker side, though, I'd imagine, if it's Kerosene. Um, what, what's the other one I've got? A uh, French one. <laughs> that narrows it down with yeah. fucking perfume. Oh, no. oh <laughs> the, the French perfume. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, Maison Loop by uh, Latazan Parfumer, you know, that French brand. <laughs> That's a really nice, um, again, like it's a nice uh, licorice perfume, but it's, it's again, it's similar to the Lily Tillampica in the sense that it's it's just not that dark or kind of thick. Uh, it's, it's just not what I'm really looking for. Well, I, I, I think it, the kerosene, do you know that, that brand, kerosene? Yeah, yeah. I think it's called Black Vines. I'm only saying it's called Black Vines because I'm thinking of like ropes of like licorice, but uh, it, there's definitely a kerosene licorice one uh, mm. and it's, it's very much full-blooded licorice in the same way that that guy like loves like star anise and like really blatant spice notes. And in the same way, his coffee one, was really coffee like you know what i mean so i would just say try his and see uh if if you you're, you're digging that because i think it's one of those that if you don't take licorice away from that and go okay that's a fucking you know pretty intense licorice then i don't think there is one for you <laughs> but right. um, maybe there is i don't know okay well i'm moving on from licorice um and i'm gonna talk about just box good morning uh, which is, um, I think Justbox uh, probably would have fitted quite nicely into last week's discussion about, uh, in fact, a couple of previous discussions about brand sort of story um, and, and, you know, the concept. Um, we you know, did the, talk about them, didn't we? Justbox. I don't I, think we did. No, because I, I mentioned that I've got uh, Black... Uh, I'm going to do it now myself. It's called Black Something. Um, Is this something to do with Black Francis? No, it's not. It's actually Kurt Cobain supposed to be. It's like smells like Teen Spirit. It's got like grape soda and like a really vetiver and um, uh, like it's basically very um, amber, like woody amber heavy. Uh, it's um. What's his name? Uh, Julian Raskine. Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm reasonably confident we didn't discuss them. Okay, well, all, I, I said that what I didn't like about that, I like the brand, I like the bottles, and I kind of like the concepts, but I didn't like that they mocked up um, a Kurt Cobain, but he, he looked like he was a model. Do you know what I mean? It's like a male model, like with the fucking white rimmed glass you know, shades on and... The little, like, weird fur coat and stuff. Uh, I mean, he was a sexy man. Who? who? Kurt Cobain? Cobain. Yeah. yeah, I know, but he, he was, like, grotty and was, like, real grunge, whereas this was, like, grunge, but on a fucking, you know, uh, 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 on a kind of set. You know what I mean? I, I didn't like that. I understand that that's what the, you know, they can't, they couldn't probably use images of Kurt Cobain, but it was kind of like the whole thing is written literally about Kurt Cobain, and you've got some twat who, you know, looks like a, a fucking runway like model it just seemed a bit it was a bit sterile for like something that was supposed to be this kind of you know grunge thing that's all my problem was with it that was it okay so, well and i think uh, we did i have gone on about that before i'm sure um i don't know i mean i've 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 heard you complain about shit before 
<laughs> so I've heard that tone Never. from you before. I don't, Never. I'm not, not sure that's specific. That doesn't one. sound like me. That doesn't no, sound no, like out of character. Um, so, uh, good morning. I don't even know what the actual musical inspiration is, but it is a Dominic uh, Dominique Ropion uh, perfume. Um, and it's really nicely done, uh, sort of uh, aquatic, aquatic, freshy, um, uh, vaguely reminiscent of the Louis Vuitton Le Immensity. Um, really sort of clean and sort of fresh and you know, enjoyable, very pleasant, with a slightly florally sort of mid. Um, another one I've been wearing, which took me completely by surprise. Uh, and I think I messaged you guys about it, is Kiel's Musk. Yeah, oh, it's an absolute um, classic. Yeah, and and I've been dying to try that for ages. And every time I go to the Kiel's uh, store, it's like, oh, no, we're out of stock. We're waiting for some sort of magical ingredient or whatever. Um, and so uh, they've never had it. Um, and, and the prices on eBay seem to be a bit silly now because I think people are just assuming it's discontinued. Anyway, um, uh, basically a friend sold me one at a very sort of reasonable price, and uh, and so I finally got to try it, and it's fucking brilliant. I had no idea. Um, mm -hmm. I thought, I sort of assumed it would be one of those clean, uh, sort of powdery, lovely, sort of gentle body musks. <laughs> it is fucking Filthy. It is pure animalic filth. Although, although I was talking to uh, uh, dear Fliss, uh, one of our regular listeners, um, and she uh, said that actually um, uh, she thinks it is really clean, and it's uh, so so. Um, as long in as fact, she didn't say fucking Isa Isa baby, then uh, no, she didn't. She didn't. <laughs> I, I I did I did ask her to. Um, so actually. Um, Georgina, who's the girl who sold me the the uh, this musk, is also a listener, and she actually said the same. Uh, so both Fliss and Georgina felt that it's actually quite clean. For me, it's yeah. filthy as fuck. I mean, well, it is that, pure animal. The, the duality of uh, <clears throat> a musk uh, mm. fragrance, and especially a white musk, uh, mm. because some people get the dirtiness and some people get the cleanness. Thankfully, me being the fucking arbiter, I get both, obviously. But you know, yeah, naturally. <laughs> no, but, but no, I think I think to have one without the other, if you don't detect that dirtiness, then it's probably not that exciting a fragrance for you. However, in the other regard, if you just detect all the dirtiness and that's not your vibe, you probably dismiss the perfume entirely. So I think there's got to be an element of kind of feeling like you get both, and I I genuinely do that. To me, it's like that is like a perfect what a white musk really should be because people think of white musk as being like, oh, it's the it, it, it's this kind of clean accord that's in mm. loads of perfumes and it's boring. When that's not the that is not the case. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, I was absolutely fucking blown away by it. Loved it. Um, it's brilliant. So it's brilliant. That, so that's uh, uh, that's kind of made my week. Uh, and then I've worn lots of other perfumes. I don't think I'm going to sort of drown in uh, uh, discussing them too much. Um, I would like to go straight over to Ben uh, and understand what Ben's been wearing for the last. Uh, well, it's only been a week since we uh, recorded, isn't it? But yeah, anyway, yeah, I've been wearing a couple though. Go. What you been rocking? Well, so after last week's chat. Um, uh, about um, Eugene's perfume, I, I got into wearing Rose Kabuki, which I kind of reminded myself of that. And um, it's a really 
boring roads. I think you said that as well last week. It was really boring. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, 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 it's a really boring rose fragrance, um, but it, it's just done really well. It's it's very clean. Um, so so this is what it reminded me of with the Eugene fragrance, is that the, the rose is like this really clean rose. Um, but that's really it. It's a kind of like clean, watery rose scent with a lot, mm. a lot of like synthetic musks kind of surrounding it. Really basic, but just really pleasant and 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 a really well executed say like clean watery fresh rose um so yeah so when we're in that quite a bit and then the other thing i've been wearing quite a bit of is um sp parfums violet moss so uh, sp parfum is a sven pritzkalat or Mm. something like that i've probably just mullered that name um but it's a small indie company um and violet moss is is like a ultra violet violet (laughs) Sort of a, a um, very bright neon violet fragrance, a very sugary sort of Parma violet sort of thing. But at the same time, it mixes in this very almost kind of dirty, earthy smell. That sounds weird. Apparently, he said it, it reminds him of uh, holidays in south of France. Um, I, I, I don't know about that, but it, it's just a really good violet fragrance with this, say, like this quite dirty, earthy vibe to it. Mm. Um, yeah, I I don't tend to get along with earth uh, and soil tinctures and and such like that. Yeah, uh, where where I think this is slightly different is it it, it doesn't really have that sort of soil tincture because you you tend to see that quite a bit in perfumes those, those kind of mm. soil tinctures, right? But but this is slightly more um, drier. Right. It's much it, it's more earthy, sort of almost like desert dirt, yes. sort of dusty dirt, rather than that kind of soggy, dank soil tincture it's not it's not quite as as sort of dank as that it's it's much drier um yeah i have seen the sp parfums i didn't know that it stood for sven pritzker or, or whatever but have you james have you tried any of them uh i don't i don't think so i was thinking i tried a rose one uh but i think it's a different brand i think it's a german brand uh i can't i can't recall the name i have seen those bottles though but no, I don't think I have actually tried any. I'm trying to think of the one that I'm thinking of. Um, uh, someone sent them me. I didn't like it anyway, uh, yeah. particularly. Well, but let's not waste uh, any more time on that then. Well, um, yeah, quite. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that uh, sounds uh, intriguing, although as uh, neither James nor I have tried it, it's difficult to uh, uh, get too deep in, into it. Um, I think I'm going to go to you, James, and ask you to rattle off a list of 14 perfumes, half of which I won't know, and half of which I'll interrupt you with random banalities on. I can't wait. I can't wait. The listeners Shh, can't wait. Either. Fucking hell. Yeah, strap yourselves in, guys. Right. Okay. So... Monday, uh, okay, I'm not going to say the days because that's confusing. So uh, I wore L'Occitane, the Vert Green Tea. Oh, uh, have I tried that? There's a few of those which are quite pleasant. Is that one of the newest It's quite ones? pleasant. Uh, no, I don't think it's that new. I think it's pretty oldish. I don't know, maybe like 2000s or something. Um, oh. It's, yeah, I mean, it's a green tea fragrance. It. Uh, but it's it's very fresh. It's almost dry, kind of Earl Greyish, uh, and green tea as well, obviously. Um, but it's got this kind of just really lovely freshness to it. And it was just kind of like the beginning of the week. I thought I need to be kind of invigorated. It's quite warm, 
Uh, and, you know, it was just something to be fresh and not too much that I had to think about. Uh, and I really like it. I really like it. Uh, then I wore uh, Tom Ford Grey Vetiver. And mine is like a really old, maybe like the EDP or something. Uh, or oh, the yeah. EDT, whatever's the fucking older one. Um, mm. Amazing fragrance. Amazing fragrance, right? Um, I can understand if it's not to people's taste. It has a white floral element. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly has the vetiver is very... Uh, it, it's not to everyone's taste. Uh, it's kind of almost got like the waxy white floral vetiver. I think it's I think it's genius, that fragrance. And mm. talking about uh, what we'll probably touch on, obviously, in the second half, which, sorry, dog at my homework, haven't done any homework, sorry. Um, <laughs> the, basically... I don't think about situations, but if I did, a white shirt, if I'm going out on business, which is rare that I do anymore, um, but if I'm going somewhere and it's a warm day and I'm wearing just like a white shirt and I'm going to like a little bit of a businessy type meeting, uh, hmm. I like I like a fresh uh, grey vetiver. I always think of that fragrance as that situation because I don't think it's too offensive, but it'll last all day and it definitely has a presence. People can smell you. Um, and that's kind of important to me, you know? You find least... it lasts all day? That's interesting, because I, I find it doesn't last more than about 20 minutes. It's me, right? absolutely brutal. One spray, and it'll it'll last easily 24 hours. What the fuck? We've been yeah. winning well, different I've, versions I've, of that one. Well, I probably bought it in, like, 2007 or something, or, like, whenever mm. it, like, came out, and I've rarely used it because it's so strong and because I don't go on business meetings very much. So, uh, not that I had one on Tuesday. In fact, no, I did. I had my accountant came, so that's why I wore it. And yeah. I wore a white shirt, so there you go. Nice. Um, so, anyway, uh, Chanel Allure Homme uh, Edition Blanche. Oh, nice. Yeah, very pleasant. Nice, very nice, very nice. Kind of ambroxany, lemony yeah. powder. Uh, then Lemon we cheesecake. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, and then I wore the uh, Les Abstres uh, Le Dollar Exquise. Le um, Les Abstres Le Dollar Exquise. <laughs> if, if only he were from North. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I wore that. We spoke about Canadian, it. He's Canadian, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, so, I, 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 wouldn't, um, I wouldn't try and affect a Canadian accent no, whilst doing no. it, but... Uh, yeah, if anyway, it was a northerner, it'd be great. It would, it would. So, uh, it, uh, yeah, we we spoke about that at length. We did. I really, I really liked it. Uh, ben fucking hated it, and you were sort of in the middle. No, Ben didn't really hate it. it, I mean, it, 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 it it's well documented what we all thought about it. There, yeah, that's exactly. All I'll say. Yeah. Exactly. So I wonder why you would choose to. Uh, 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 no, yeah. no, no. I was just trying to be like you know, with like fucking three little pigs. You know, yeah, yeah. one's built a yeah. house of sticks, and you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah so no. Fair anyway, enough. right. So um, then I wore Frederick Mal uh, Lys Mediterranee, which is a lovely floral perfume, almost boring in that sense of oh, it's like white musky, like floral. Mm. Uh, but there's so much depth to that. It's just a fucking art piece. Mm. I absolutely love it. I think it's brilliant. It's fresh. Mm. It's it's not like typical of anything. I can't even describe it. It's just. Brilliant. Do you know who, who, who the perfumer is? Uh, not off the top of my head, but it's one of 
one of uh, Frederick Mal's crew in it, obviously. Um, of course I know. What kind of an idiot wouldn't know? Um, Edward uh, <laughs> Fletcher. No, Edward Flusher. Flusher? Edward Fleshlight. I don't fucking know. That, that guy. Fleshlight? <laughs> Um, uh, I don't you know, know this. I don't know this perfumer. Uh, he's done a few for them. Mm. Um, Fair enough. Let's see what other stuff he's done. Uh, oh, he did that tobacco reserve that Ben wore the other week. That Aramis tobacco reserve. He did Havana reserve for Aramis as well. Uh, what else has he done? Oh, he did poison for Dior. Uh, so he's pretty well credentialed, mate, to be honest. Oh, fair enough. He did, he did Un Rose for uh, Frederick Mao, which is now called Rose Tonnerre. Oh, he did the Aqua de Gio, the women's Aqua de Gio. Um, so, yeah, this motherfucker's done quite a bit. Oh, no, that's all he's done. <laughs> that's that is literally that's all he's done. That's his entire catalogue. <laughs> pretty pretty much, yeah. It's, so, a, it's Edward, a pretty solid catalogue. It is, yeah. If we're talking about what we were talking about the other week. So Edward... Fleshy ear, he's called. Fleshy ear. Yeah. <laughs> Fleshy yeah. ear. Right, so um, <laughs> then I wore uh, Les Indemodables, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Ombre Supreme, which is a lovely, uh, just wonderful, slight ambergris. Oh, I've been stalking a bottle of that on eBay for some time. It's, mm. uh, it's in Italy, though, and I'm not sure I fancy... Risking the import charges and stuff. Uh, yeah, well, <clears throat> but it does uh, look really good. I bought that bottle of girl, you know, that you sent the link for that was twelve quid. Because I was no, like, that was Ben. That, that was a ridiculous bargain. Yeah. So I was like, uh, yeah, I'll have that. So I bought a backup. I rarely buy backups because I'm a bit of one of these like, don't you know, don't give in to, um, you know, fear of missing out and all that. Mm. Uh, so I just don't tend to buy uh, backup bottles anymore. But that was one that I thought, no, because it's funny, you know, us going on about it and saying how great it was, and then all of a sudden it wouldn't be available. Even though I do have a bottle and probably won't finish it anytime soon, I yep. bought another one. So, so Obviously. really, it, well, if I if I it, it, this is what I did. If I even up like the twelve quid that I spent on that one and like the fucking 150 quid or whatever i spent on the one that i bought in france it works out to them both being about 70 quid so i'm like man that's all right uh that's how i do my mental gymnastics yeah. um so Do- anyway dollar, dollar cost averaging yeah exactly so then i d- uh, wore uh, van cleef and arpels midnight in paris because it was chosen by you guys last week Indeed. Uh, uh, I did that. not watch that movie. Maybe I shall watch it tonight. So then I wore uh, Chanel uh, 31 Rue Cambon, which is a lovely irisy, kind of leathery, sort of beautiful, woody, amazing perfume. It's it's in the uh, Les Exclusives line. Uh, mm-hmm. Not really talked about a huge amount, but it's, it's great. Um, probably because it's slightly along the same lines as most Chanel stuff. You go, yeah, it's really nice, it's really elegant, but is it really set in the world? Like, well, yeah, it is. Just, like, wear it and experience it. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, Then I I did actually wear Pharrell Williams' girl because we were talking about it and I'd said to Ben that I was going to wear it the following day and then I thought, oh, shit, I better wear that. Um, Which is just an amazing perfume, isn't it? I mean... It's it got is. like it's got nineties-ness to it, which is I think probably why we sort of all maybe connect to it. Because yeah. there is a nineties kind of feel to it. 
um, which I, I can't even put my finger on what it is. It's not aquatic, but it's like something along those sort of lines. Oh, kind of, it's what old. Just smells well. Old. Yeah, I mean, yeah, old, but like modern, like trying to be sort of young and hip, but maybe needs a fucking hip replacement now. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I don't know. You're, Did you think that it so, smelled like um, Dior Fahrenheit? Yeah, there's a there's a there's a violet, uh, a definite violet to it, but it also has this kind of like sagey, like weird. It's a fucking weird perfume. That's why it wasn't that popular, I believe, because. Only real, like, fucking weird connoisseurs will, like, have that and go, uh, you know, that that is a good piece of art and a great perfume, whereas somebody might smell that and go, what the, what is that? I don't understand it. So I, I get that it's it's not easy to love. Um, but, yeah, I, I know what you mean, Ben. It's, it's yeah. Yeah, I, I only ask because um, I remember we were talking last week about it and um, I was saying about Pharrell Williams having the, the, the quite a hand in the production of it. And... Um, I remember watching a documentary where, and it was about the creation of that fragrance. I can't remember the name of the documentary now, but uh, but anyway, Pharrell Williams he he actually said that he he's a big fan of Dior Fahrenheit, and and that's was it was his inspiration for mm, right, Girl. Right. Yeah, I everybody mean, likes yeah. Fahrenheit. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, I I I yeah. I I can see how that would be a sort of jumping off point, but I think what they actually ended up doing with it was really interesting. Uh, and that's an Antoine Lee as well, isn't it? So it uh, is. Yeah, good for good for Pharrell and Antoine Lee and whoever else was involved. Then I wore Bodicea the Victorious Glorious because as I've said, I'm a fucking piece of shit and a big hypocrite. And uh, <laughs> you know, I, I do I do own uh, uh, that that perfume. It's called Glorious. It's kind of a bit like plum Japanese. It's like really woody, plummy it's kind of like the sort of uh, a sort of bastard child of like uh, Shell Drake. It's got that kind of like you know really woody, uh, cedarish kind of uh, rum, um, uh, plummy vibe to it. It's very much like like Byredo Pulp or something like that, but mm. it has this extra like woody incense sort of like heart to it. Um, it's a really good perfume if you like, but I suppose quite a lot of them are good. I'm not trying to sort of do that down. I just, I just don't really like the brand particularly. Um, no. Yeah, the bottles are cool. We've we've had this conversation, but that's yeah. one that I bought. It was reduced in price. It was small, and I felt I just wanted it. But really, I could take it or leave it. In fact, it might have to go because uh, I don't like it. Plum Japanese is well better. Is well well better. Plum Japanese is uh, Plum Japanese is superb. Um, there is another Bodicea one uh, called The King, which is quite similar to Plum Japanese. Um, and actually, I really like The King, but I figured it was sort of redundant to own both. Um, yeah. he, said, he said buying yet another bottle of Adventus inspired shit. So, well, uh, yeah. You know, yeah we're, we're all hypocrites. It's um, The only question is how deep down do you need to dig mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. um then i wore uh dries van noten fleur du mal which was uh one of the only ones that i uh that i really praised so i actually mm. praised it loads in my thing and said it was brilliant it was really innovative it was the best one of the collection i still sort of stick to that but having worn it i'm a bit like meh you know it's not actually that good um <laughs> It, it was no i, I think well, I, I went a bit overboard about the top notes and because it's supposed to be 
like a leathery, um, like a you know a leathery iris sort of leather mm. accord kind of thing. And yeah, it does really smell like leather. And yes, it's a lovely thing to wear. It's not in that um, Tuscan leather type vibe, but it's it's in it's in that fleshy, uh, veg tanned, real leather kind of vibe. Mm. But it's also quite modern. It smells like a a really expensive Italian fucking sofa or something. But right. uh, it's got like <laughs> by Sergio Bernini. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, it's got this. Um, it's got these top notes that are floral. They're very dry and fresh and kind of peachy, which you go, oh, that's osmanthus. And it does list osmanthus. Doesn't smell like any osmanthus uh, absolute or anything I've ever smelled. To be perfectly honest, I wouldn't have immediately said it's osmanthus, but the way I just described it then, you'd go, well, that's osmanthus, surely. Um, hmm. Very, very interesting to combine to, to combine that with, with leather. Um, do, do you know what I mean? Um so yeah, yeah um, Ben's just going to murder his dog. Um, so yeah, basically, uh, I thought it was great, but it's not. It's not that good. And maybe uh, it was by our mate as well, uh, Quentin Beesh. Beesh, the Beesh master. The Beesh, the big, yeah. the big Beesh, the big Beesh. Right. Sorry, this is near the end now. So we're at uh, Frederick Mal Lipstick Rose, which I wore the other day, which is uh-huh. a really interesting. Neither is it rose nor uh, iris. It's kind of like a, a, a lipsticky, waxy uh, thing. It's brilliant. Uh, it's got a kind of like raspberry juice vibe to it, but it's not. It's not that fruity, jammy rose. It's like yeah. it smells like raspberry juice. If you've ever had raspberry juice, I have. Uh, um, nice. That sounds all right. Actually. Yeah, it, it's really good. I mean, it's insanely like waxy. It just smells exactly like the name is perfect, right? Um, so then we've got uh, Freddie Albright and Someone Else's Flowers, which is what I wore yesterday, which is his brand new release, uh, which he, oh. se- he sent me a little sample of the, the other week um, just before he'd, he'd put it out and said, what do you think of this? And I said, meh, you know, like, uh, I don't really, I, I, I mean, I've, I've been, you know, very uh, supportive of his work and I think he's, it's great. Um, and I do like this, right? But I don't really like the opening because it's very bitter and weird. Uh, and I did say this to him, but it's a very floral perfume. I don't think mm. you, you certainly probably wouldn't like it, uh, Dan. Um, no. Because it's extremely floral uh, to the point of like, uh, and it, it I, I can't even describe it. It's like green, but without using galbanum or the usual green notes that you would expect. It's really fucking strange. And it remains that way for about an hour or two. And you're like, really? This is like, this is really challenging to me. Then it goes into a kind of more powdery, like normal sort of floral uh, accord and sort of settles down. And then, yeah, it's a really well-made, thought-out perfume, but very strange. Did you say it was called Someone Else's Flowers? Yeah, I don't really know what the thing, you'd have to go and have a look and uh, go and and buy it. (laughs) Go and, uh, or, you know, whatever. I, I, yeah, I, I, I know Freddie uh, uh, occasionally listens, and and uh, he's always kind of very uh, happy to chat and stuff. But yeah. I, I, I like the fact that he's got these kind of really well thought out, very personal sort of stories to his perfumes. Um, 
you know, it's not just, yeah, oh, this was inspired by, you know, the great cities of the world. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I'm sure there's a, a, a particular meaning to that. Absolutely. And and that's, that's you know, a huge reason. And and his sort of transparency over his, his working process and uh, certainly the fact that he sends me stuff and goes, what do you think? And he really, like, genuinely wants to hear. Uh, and I, I kind of just give it, you know, give it to him straight, you know? Um, uh, indeed. I think, uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having been through that process with you myself, with Soma. Well, like, uh, you know. Yeah, no, look, I, 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 think, uh, I think that's the service you provide, right? You are a fucking straight shooter, Uh uh, who knows uh, uh, what they like? Well, I lo- um, if I love something, you know what I mean. It, it, it gets it gets fucking praised or, or up the wazoo. So um, <laughs> right. So anyway, the last one today's scent of the day is Eris Green Spell, which is uh, a really good green perfume. Uh, yeah. Kind of relies on some of those sort of green tropes that I'm saying, like the galbanum and the. I actually get a kind of cognac, almost like uh champagne sort of vibe it's not it's not particularly effervescent but it's like Mm. there's something in there that reminds me of like that kind of like whiny like champagne sort of vibe um but then it kind of goes into again we're talking about these aquatic-y type like vibes i get i really truly get that from it more than like a blue rather than a green um Mm. and it it, and it was so lovely today because we went out and it was looking like it was either going to piss down or it was going to be like glorious. And it turned out to be glorious. And we had a lovely day, wandered around. Like I say, I took the kids on the park and we had a play. We went on the the little model railway thing, like the tiny little train that goes around the oh, park. Yeah. And we did all that like nice stuff. And I just thought, I smell really nice today. I smell really kind of, you know, a bit 90s-ish, you know, and mm. but really like fresh and kind of, um, but also a bit sweet and like a, you know, like a kind of lolly ice sort of vibe. it's just really nice um, oh there it is the scouser in you lolly ice <laughs> did, did you know that ben scousers no. are the only people in the world who use the expression lolly ice it's ice lolly <laughs> ice well, ice lolly it only sc- scousers say lolly ice it's ice lolly I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I, for a start, I, I'm, I'm not a scouser. They would call they, you. Well, they would call me a wool, and my scouse friends do. back. Yeah, they go, oh, you fucking wool. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, so I'm definitely not, uh, definitely not a scouser. And I'm a Manchester United fan, so they definitely fucking don't like that. Yeah. So uh, that that's it, really. That was my full fourteen. Um, I think uh, you should you should really try those Aris perfumes because they're, 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 uh, yeah. they're, they're got, great. I've got know? some. I've got some samples. Um, I, I have quite a big sample of uh, Green Spell mm-hmm. that uh, uh, Barbara uh, very kindly sent me uh, ages and ages ago. Yeah. Um, and I do remember liking it, but um, I, I guess I, I quite like a green perfume generally, but I, I find... It's very easy for a green perfume to be too green very quickly. Yes, uh, for me. So I like, like, you know, like nobody ever sort of says, "Oh, that blue perfume's too blue," or that sheeper is too sheepery, or Fougere's too. But but green perfumes for me 
can very quickly be too green, I think. I know um, what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah I um, get that as well. I, I, was, I feel sometimes, yeah, when a perfume's just too green, it mm. just turns my stomach. It just, it's, it's something about it just really turns my stomach. I, I find um, mint gets used a lot in green perfumes, and, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure how I feel about mint, actually. Um, sometimes <clears throat> if it's used sparingly as a sort of supportive type thing, I can enjoy it, but uh, you know that that sort of uh, massive fucking overdose of spearmint and stuff just makes me want to chuck, to be honest. So, anywho, um, cool. Well, I mean, it was a good full fourteen. Um, I feel like I interrupted you less than possibly uh, I normally would, but yeah, um, yeah. maybe that's only because I wanted to get to the news this week. <laughs> um, and uh, the news this week actually is is not so much a. Um, perfume-based news. Well, maybe it is. It'll have a perfume angle to it. But um, uh, so obviously I spend a lot of time doing Instagram stuff, uh, as indeed uh, uh, do you, James. Ben, I know less so, but... um, I'm uh, what you might call a casual user. Casual user, yeah, rather than a compulsive user, which is uh, broadly the category James and I would fall into, I think. Um, so, uh, Instagram very kindly rolled out some new fucking drivel, uh, format, which, uh, essentially, uh, changed the way stuff was presented and started trying to force feed reels down my throat. So notwithstanding the fact that I get a lot of fucking reels anyway of like blokes laying driveways and stuff, <clears throat> by which I mean actually installing <laughs> driveways yeah. rather than some sort of weird fetishist kind of uh, driveway uh, uh, stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, I get a lot of these pushed at me for some reason anyway, um, but it, it just seemed to go into overdrive and, and there was just like an abundance of reels. And I noticed uh, uh, a particular uh, reel, or was it just a video that you'd done uh, James uh, yeah. referencing Mr. Cologne and and some guy called Mr. Pheromones or something. Is that his name? <laughs> no, the pheromone, <laughs> the pheromone fuckhead. What? Yeah, oh, he's, it, his brand's called uh, Pheromone Colognes. Right, and it's, it's this old fucking thing about like uh, you know we put pheromones in a spray and you spray them on your body and it attracts women. Um, which is, you know, with respect, it's bollocks, right? And, well, with slightly less respect, it's fucking bollocks, right? Oh, and, no. And, and the, th- the thing is, right, I- I'm open to, um, you know, scientific research and the fact that, yes, pheromone, the actual chemicals that you could call pheromones, right, do exist in, and we secrete them from our bodies. And, yes, men do uh, secrete them to attract women. It's not like vice versa. It's not like all human beings have them. Uh, it's men specifically to to attract women. Uh, but there's been no proof that they actually do that. And I don't. I mean, there's not even compelling like data. Like if they were that powerful and they were that thing, they would just be anecdotal stuff. It, it, sorry, but, go on. But, but yeah, sorry to interrupt. But like, but. But aside from all the science stuff, whether or not, you know, science backs up what you're saying, it's just so predatory. It's disgusting. 
yeah, exactly. It's yeah, the angle they come at it, the way it's sort of like you know, you're sort of out there catching women. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. L- l- do you know what? It's so funny <laughs> that you should. Big net. It's so funny that you should say that, Ben, because if you watch my if you watch my reel, my fucking you know, uh, video, whatever. Um, I did pick up on the fact that the guy actually says, these are actually his words, we use the most sexually aggressive pheromone molecule, right? Sexually aggressive. It's like, what, a rapey molecule? I did actually make the joke. Is it it Weinsteiner known? Uh, Or like... I did. I did. I did also. I did also Brilliant. say um, Prince Andrew Stenone or something like that. But I was starting to wear a bit thin then. But I was like, well, "Is this guy fucking for real?" You know. Um, oh, so and, and clearly he isn't. And then I looked on his page, right? And I also did a story. Did you see my story about looking on his fucking page? Uh, Dan, I can't remember. I basically I looked on his page and I said, "Hmm, at least he's not, uh, you know, sexualizing oh, yeah, this in that. a crass way." Uh, he fucking yeah. is, right? He's literally, yeah, he has like girls with like cherries in their mouths, like literally like uh, with like panties, like like biting down, like, uh, and like looking up at a guy like like she's about to fucking suck his dick and she's like looking up and it's like, dude, you, you, like, yeah, this is outrageous. Like, it, you know. It's just, it, it's so fucking cynical. It's just pure incel fodder, um, it, you know, I, it honestly, it, it honestly made me want to fucking cry. I have to tell you though, uh, I, I watched I watched some of the Mister Cologne uh, interviewing him, and um, I I've always sort of found Mister Cologne okay. I know he's not to everyone's taste, um, but I've stopped using the Mister Cologne hashtag because honestly, it was just like. Yeah, a little round of applause. It, it it was just hideous to watch. You know, it was embarrassing watching this guy um, sort of uh, make up this fucking absurd story about how, uh, you know, a woman uh, uh, told him that he uh, he best get away from her because she was going to jump his bones and, and she knew uh, he was a married man. In and an stuff, operating theatre. Bear in uh, mind, yeah, the guy works just, in a hospital. Oh, oh, it's, it's just so uh, cringy. So this is Mr. Cologne interviewing this primo cunt from the pheromone perfume department, who, by the way, presents himself as some sort of scientific researcher. He's basically just a fucking tinfoil hat-wearing, incel-baiting cunt. <laughs> Most, I mean, there's nothing... Well, the, well, him. the, the other videos, the, the other stuff that's on his, on his uh, Instagram is of him in like a fucking do-rag, like riding around on his, I don't even know what you call those, like a fucking thing, driving around like Las Vegas or wherever he lives in some twatty place like that, driving around on a Harley Davidson. And it's like, what's that got to do with fucking, your, but he's just exactly what you would think this guy is. That's what he fucking yeah. is. He's, he's just, the guy is pure fucking bait. It's just awful. Um, but anyway, so Mr. Cologne, uh, Glenn, um, was interviewing him. So they were doing like a sort of, you know, split screen live kind of thing. Um, 
And Glenn's telling this story about how he wore one of these pheromone colognes to work um, and some woman uh, said, oh, what's that smell? I, 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 I'm I, going to have to stand over here because, oh, my gosh, you smell so sexy and I, I think I'm just going to have to want to jump all over you. It, it's almost like, like you're wearing some kind, of, like, like some kind of pheromone or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, what is this magic pheromone? Fuck off. Right, A, didn't happen. And and the fucking incels are watching this going, ha ha ha, I'm gonna get a woman. <laughs> woman. <laughs> and, and 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 that's that's it. They they're selling this shit. And, and and these guys will be fucking wandering around, sort of uh, doused in this stuff, wondering why it doesn't work. And and because these cynical cunts are just baiting them with bullshit. It's awful. It, it, it seems like it's just like the the, the eventual sort of outcome of the the whole compliment culture around perfumes you know that the, the certain types of people that just mm. seek out they wear perfumes because they're just desperate to get compliments which is something that has always been bizarre to me anyway because i mean if you're really looking you know compliments what do they actually mean most people realize and take on board that if someone says to you oh you smell nice today that's literally as deep as that goes it's it's nothing personal it's just someone saying the same as like, oh, nice jacket, or oh, you've done your hair. Do you know what I mean? It's just small talk. It's just, if they weren't socially backward, they'd realise that this is just like simple small talk between humans. That's it. Like to be desperate to get that is just so weird. And it seems to me like these pheromones are like the next step up from there, you know, like the eventual conclusion to this kind of desperate incel sort of vibe that, that, that goes along with perfumery at times. And, and what's so sad is that the, the, the perfume is never going to get you, like, women or, or men or, or whatever. Like, no, it's so low on the sort of scale of, uh, you know, what people look for in a partner. You know, well, if you're an ugly person, well, <laughs> if, you've, if you've got no personality, then no yeah, amount of perfume is going to help. I, I agree entirely. I, I think... One of the things is people uh, people access perfume, I, I guess, or, or come to it from a load of different directions. But one of the sort of prevalent directions, I suppose, is people who got told they smell great and thought, oh, shit, I wonder if I can get more of that. And, and you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to smell good, right? It's a perfectly fine thing. But there's this sort of... There's this shit marketed at these doofuses who who basically think that if I if I just keep scoring the next fucking uh, thing, if I just buy this pheromone thing, I'm going to get more compliments. If I, it's okay to want to smell nice. It's even okay to want people to tell you you smell nice, but to fucking sort of sexualize that with. Uh, hey, you're literally gonna get fucking laid if you wear this shit with this this sexually aggressive pheromone shit. It's appalling. It's wrong on every fucking level. Everything about it just is disgusting. So anyway, that's me ranting. I, I think you're right though. I mean, where it gets weird is where it just gets so alpha and kind of insulty, doesn't it? And so like 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 James Best said, like you know, sexually aggressive or whatever. Like it's it's just weird. It's almost a level of like, you know, you're drugging a woman. It's almost like fucking roofies, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> this is, yeah. And it's like, wow, like, 
Yeah, it's 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 crazy, and it's like, would you what? really want like a woman who was just completely fooled by but some the, kind of spell? Do you know what I mean? So, like, no. so, so the nastiness of this, right? Quite aside, not quite aside. So it, it is that, right? It is this kind of um, sort of slightly elliptical apologist kind of talk for essentially drugging right uh, uh uh the woman of your choice that that's broadly how how they're sort of suggesting it will work yeah so firstly you've got to want to go yep that sounds like a bit of me i'm interested right so number one right it's it's shit being marketed in a cunty way at cunts but what's worse it well i don't know whether it's worse maybe it's better actually i'm i'm i'm, I'm now gonna have a moment of indecision but it doesn't work. It's it's actually not true. It's just some bullshit, right? Well, I mean, it's literally just some there's bullshit. Not enough, there's not enough data is the, is the key thing to this, right? That there is one study that has Oh, some... there's enough data to know that women are not going to be fucking just throwing themselves at you regardless... No, that's true. But, but, but what, is, what is interesting is that... I'll just say it from this angle, that... They, the 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 one one of the studies that I that I've seen right that had any kind of compelling like a bit of a trend to it right was they actually put the um, they actually put it under the woman's lip so they did do a control group and they did a fucking placebo and they you know they mm. did it reasonably scientifically but a very small um, uh, you know sample set right so it wasn't this is not you know great but. The key thing is that they applied the pheromone to the woman rather than to the man. But generally mm. speaking, the women at these, like, I think it was like a speed dating type situation, and they had to give an assessment of the men. And generally the generally the women who had the, the pheromone under their nose, they generally found the men more attractive than the control groups. So, Great, so you've got these creepy incels basically pepper spraying women with shit <laughs> oh my god i think i just laughed at that but i shouldn't have done it we're, we're, we're not we're not moths we're not like you know uh the creatures that actually just almost solely rely on this uh pheromone sort of system that that is quite easy to distinguish i mean you could say well we're, we're more complex sort of you know as human beings and it's it's hard to design experiments to to see but I think if they were so devastatingly powerful, it wouldn't be that difficult to design. Do you know what I mean? That that's what tells you that it's probably negligible against like not wearing any of this. So so in actual fact, and and his big thing is the the guy from the pheromone colognes. He says, well, our bodies actually take two weeks to produce them. So. Uh, you'd have to walk around without showering for two weeks, which no one's going to do. Well, you could just buy them from Mr. Fucking Well, that's Snake it. Oil. That's what he says. Uh, so it's like, if you uh, don't, you either be a smelly bastard or you buy these from me. And the problem is, his whole brand is trash. Like, even his fucking packaging, it looks like literally an absolute piece of shit. They're on Amazon, by the way, these. So you can just buy them on Amazon. He's just like a fucking... Anyway, we've we've committed too much time to this fucking bullshit. But um, that is not what perfume is about. Perfume is not about tricking people and trying to uh, bring anything into it. It's about a smell that evokes, a, a, you know, emotions. It's not to control you. It's not to make you do anything. It's to enrich your life or uh, just give you something uh, either mm. personally or other people uh, or whatever. Yeah. 
I have to say, if if uh, you are a young man out there and you think perfume will get you laid, I assure you, it will not work on your fucking personality. Don't be such a dick. And buy, uh, buy Soma. Buy Soma. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Right, and on that bombshell, I'm going to wrap us up for part one and I'll go strangle my dog who's decided to bark at something. Um, I'll grab a cup of tea and we'll be back in part two where we're going to be discussing... Uh, perfumes for situations or occasions. I'll work out the exact wording when we get to it. Um, uh, insert message from our sponsors here. Right, speak to you in a mo. Welcome back to part two of Les Odorants. Um, this week we are talking about fragrances and uh, their occasions. So um, we had uh, one of our many, many messages to our Instagram, our bulging Instagram account. Um, and uh, it's from a uh, person, no actual name attached, who uses uh, the name Southerner Online. Um, and uh, Southerner Online said some very nice things about how wonderful we all were, about me in particular, said the other two were cunts but i'm fucking great said something like that yeah yeah pretty um, spot on really yeah <laughs> nailed it yeah it's pretty pretty good <laughs> um and uh, anyway um southern online uh, said uh, how about this for a topic suggestion formal perfumery i've seen a couple of questions on fragrantica reddit base notes etc about what makes a fragrance formal or appropriate for a formal event and i sort of thought about it, i thought well it's not a bad question, but it's maybe a little bit small, so we need to expand that out. So we've generalised the formal thing, and uh, it's just going to be like uh, for situations, you know? And James talked about in the first episode, about in the first part of the uh, episode, about how with a white shirt um, uh, and a business meeting, he likes to wear... Grey vetiver. Oh, grey vetiver, that's right, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is uh, no a bad suggestion at all. Um, in fact, my uh, white shirt go-to is uh, Creed Royal Mayfair. Um, not that I wear a white shirt very often. I think uh, you know maybe once every couple of years. Well, I think <laughs> I lucky. think a white shirt really does say something rather than oh I'm going to wear a fucking cornflower blue shirt. I'm going to wear what it. It doesn't like a white shirt really kind of says something, doesn't it? It's either. Either you go into like a kind of more sort of stuffy sort of thing, so maybe you want a bit of like lightness, or it says it's a kind of linen-y sort of white shirt with like, you know, like dockers and kind of, you know, deck shoes or something. I don't know fucking mm. like deck shoes. That kind of like thing of <laughs> I like... I see you as a deck shoes type. No, I mean like that thing of, uh, you know, like the, the sockless like slip on fucking shoe it's just like oh. that's gross isn't it like <laughs> who who the fuck doesn't wear socks i hate that yeah. socks are important i bet ben doesn't wear socks do you <laughs> you know what like i normally i do yeah but because it's been so hot these last couple of weeks i haven't worn socks f- yeah. for ages look see yeah but you've got slippers on so that's all yeah, right slippers is okay I mean, no socks in your slippers is is sort of okay. That's housewear, but not wearing uh, people who don't wear socks with like trainers and stuff. That shit is fucking grim. Now, I'm going the other way. I'm I'm sort of trend setting the idea of wearing socks pulled up to my knees. <laughs> 
That is definitely, it's making a comeback. What kind of fragrance yeah. would you wear with socks up to the knees? It's got to be something 80s, hasn't it? You know, <laughs> possibly possibly socks up to the knees. Ra-ra skirt. Yeah, ra skirt, boating shoes, yeah. uh, hat with a propeller. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. These, uh, are, my, these are my socks for today. Oh, the, do they have the... Um, is that the eggplant emoji? That is the eggplant emoji, yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, um, fragrances to wear with your socks up to your knees. I- I'm going to go for, um, I mean, it's an oddly specific scenario, but I'm going to go for Ralph Lauren Polo Sports. Oh, good one. That is a good one, yeah. So, what was Ben's? Did Ben have one? Not, not yet. Um, it's your look, Ben. You, I'm going to have that one. How can yeah, you no, have you've got to go with a different one. You can't, I'm going to have that one. Yeah, whatever you said, yeah. Um, uh, all right. Uh, 40 knots. Zerjoff 40 knots, I reckon. Ooh. I just feel like, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's sort of a dad fragrance, um, sort of sandals, socks, chino yeah. shorts. I feel like that's... It's that sort of fragrance. They're very short shorts. Brilliant. Okay, good. So, uh, I mean, to, let's let's get the original question out of the way. So, formal event, you know. Hi, hang on, a... hang on. Did I not give mine for <laughs> socks pulled up? Uh, yeah, you did. You agreed with me, I'm oh, sure. I don't know. <laughs> no, what, what what's yours? Elizabeth Taylor, Passion. I actually don't know that. <laughs> the women's one, great. not the men's one. The right. women's one. I, I don't. I I don't know either of them. But I don't I'm, know why I said that. I'm just trying to be funny, but it didn't really work. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought well, of all was... of all the fucking things that I could come up with, that was just the most sort of random kind of selection. Okay. Anyway, moving well, on. Formal events. I, I th- let's go. Uh, formal events. Right. So you you you're off to a formal event. The company you work for. Omni Megacorp is holding their annual Christmas do, and uh, it's a black tie event. You and the missus have to show up in your best bib and tucker. You know, perhaps you're going to get the limo uh, down there. There's going to be like a, a dining, meeting and greeting opportunity to sort of uh, press the flesh and climb the corporate fucking ladder and all that shit, right? I'm setting the scene brilliantly, I know. Have you got to take your missus with you? (laughs) Uh, You don't have to, but if you don't, you've got to make up a really good excuse. Yeah, so you've got to get in with the the bosses. Oh, hi, James. How's Jenny and the kids? Yeah, sorry. Fucking really (laughs) puking her guts up at home. Just, it's not going to work. Um, Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, hate, so, I so hate that's, that bitch. <laughs> no, she died six months ago. <laughs> this has gone. This has gone a bit weird. Um, so, so, what is the perfume you are wearing to this seminal formal event? Upon which so many of your your fucking uh, uh, you know your future selves depend. Oh, this is easy. Go on, you you. you yeah, I, I know what Ben's going to say. Oud Infini. I, I, no, I was thinking about Oud Infini, but it's even uh, easier than that. Yeah. It has to be like Dior Eau Noir. It's it's the most alpha fragrance that I that I own. It's it's really black tie anyway, but it's also just like super uh, alpha. 
I always think it's like, you know, that's the fragrance you want if you're going into some sort of American psycho boardroom kind of meeting or, you know, like like you said, like a party with all these kind of like American psycho kind of business people. That's the fragrance you want to wear when you just want to go in there and say, right, I'm just going to smash you all up. <laughs> smash you up. It's just so alpha. But I mean, it's also like super black tie as well. And uh, yeah, does it contain... Does it contain pheromones? Um, <laughs> not, not officially, but it definitely is going to, you know, drag the women home. <laughs> it's it's pure it's pure man. It is. It's it's just like absolute alpha daddy fragrance. Yeah. Well, it's funny you were saying about licorice before. I know it's not a pure licorice fragrance or anything. There's a lot more going on. But like, do you get a lot of licorice from that? I do. Um, yeah, loads. I I absolutely love it. Um, mm. I, I'm not sure about this. I'm sorry to be like a total fucking party pooper on this whole like subject, but I tend not to think of situations like you know for for perfumes. I know it's terrible uh, to be you know we're doing a section. No, about no, that. I, th- I think I think I that's honestly, absolutely fine. I honestly, I'm just, don't. Um, I'm, just I'm just checking. I, I'm just really, sort of racking my brains now. What I usually, I'm wear, just checking my notes, James, for the suggestion you made for this section. And, <laughs> right. uh, oh, look, it's empty. Uh, uh, so yeah, no, this well, is why we're doing. <laughs> well, okay, like you know, I, I do everything on the fucking night. That's how I roll. Um, exactly. We'll do it live. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, basically, um, I, I would say, now what I do when I go out, like if I'm, again, this is a night out, so it's a completely different scenario, mm. but I think if I was just kind of like, oh, what's me posh stuff that I've got? Uh, I've got one Roger Dove. Um, I've got one Clyde Christian, <laughs> right? And as, mm. as much as I don't subscribe to that whole luxury bullshit angle, I must do to some mm. sort of subconscious degree and go, well, there's some of the more expensive, like, classy fragrances that I've got. Um, but by the same rule, I could also reach for Koros or fucking anything classic, uh, something like a Reeve Gauche, maybe. Um, uh, isn't just- the whole room going to smell like Koros, though? No, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think most most people in that room probably don't really know what they're doing. Um, they've probably got some fucking... I don't know. They they've got some bottle of like Creed something because they've been told it's the best, you know, it's the best. Yeah. yeah. Um so you know, it's probably a room full of absolute bell ends uh who don't know anything about perfumery. And what you've got to do is fucking let them know that they don't know about perfumery. Yeah, so um, yeah, so in that case, you know, you'd say, Oh, well, I'd probably pull out like Rockas Femme or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, something nice. just to really kind of go, look, fuck you. I, I'm the <laughs> I'm the fragrance guy in the room. Even if Jeremy Fragrance was there. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah. listen, dickhead, like this is what a fucking real Well, well he'd fra- be wearing like Aqua de Joe or well, uh, some other bullshit. Yeah, I think he'd probably be wearing pheromones. So do you not wear um like fragrances for for certain situations at all then james well well i I would also kind of try and think right like like the other night i did go out with my missus and you know we sort of tarted ourselves up a bit i can't remember where we were going but like i i put a post up on on instagram saying i always feel underdressed when my missus wears um robert piguet visa because the whole house smells of it. It was actually one of the perfumes that I had that I gave her because I felt it was too feminine and it was too much like you'd suit that better than me. And when she now wears it, she has no sort of preference. She just goes, 
that was the first thing I picked up. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just going through that. She has no kind of like, she's a nor, she's a normal person, right? And she knows that, like, I, I think she deliberately doesn't wear uh, Yves Saint Laurent opium because I'm like, oh, opium, that gets me going, you know that. Then she said, she's like, yeah, not wearing that. <laughs> I'll wear back in something else. So I'm like, oh fuck's sake. So um, yeah, basically, um, yeah, Visa really kind of like. Uh, makes me feel, um, yeah, like like uh, maybe I'm I'm not wearing something as sort of bombastic. So there's a few yeah. there's a few elements to this, you know. Um, but generally, yeah, I would probably if I'm thinking it's a special occasion, I'd probably just reach for my more expensive perceived perfumes because mm. just because they are sort of special occasion things that I'm like, oh, I'm kind of working slowly through them. Nothing really to do with the smell. Just and and I'm not no. I'm not that guy who like thinks about the price of things, but I, on that occasion maybe I would. Um, no, so you know? so I, I'm I, I I did think about the the formal sort of thing, and and I think um, there's two types of notes I'd be more inclined to wear, probably for a formal black tie sort of thing, uh, which would be animalic sort of notes. Um, and uh, smoky notes, um, uh, and I think something like interlude uh, for me. Uh, uh, yeah, that uh, was know, another one I was going to mention. Yeah, yeah, because it's so sort of dark and sort of smouldering, sort of smokiness, um, but still sweet and and sort of pleasant. I think I think that would work very nicely, or perhaps uh, a Roger. Um, uh, uh, Sheeper Extraordinaire, or or even Parfum de la Nuit Number Two, uh, which is sort of boozy, um, uh, kind of animalic, musky, leathery sort of thing, which is really good. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of surprised by by the animalics, to be honest. Um, I I don't really sort of associate animalics with with that sort of thing. I tend to sort of feel like they're a bit too chic, almost. Um, and or just a bit too sort of rough like for me when i think of like black tie um sort of event i always think sort of like either like clean or 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 sort of very classy sort of straight smelling sense um but definitely something like you know bulgari pohom soir um nice. that that's nice. that's something that i might is that the hockey puck one no no it's um just it's a great sort of a rose bottle. isn't it kind of um, Pohom Soir, no, Pohom Soir is um, like papyrus. papyrus, um, papyrus, bergamot. Papyrus. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, that one, I know the one, yeah, yeah, the, in the in the actual opaque black bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one, yeah, yeah, papyrus, um, tea and uh, bergamot, and that, that's pretty much it, like really sort of straight, clean, classy fragrance. Yeah, that, that's a, that is an amazing fragrance, like, I don't it's know. really good. Yeah, it's a beauty. Um, but yeah, no, I just I'm surprised by the animalics because I think, you know, you, you almost I don't know. Would you upset someone? But do you think know. there's any danger of of upsetting anybody with your perfume that you're wearing at this event, where there's all these big swinging dicks, like corporate fucking people? No, I wouldn't worry too much about offending. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. So, so a similar sort of um, situation in terms of how formal it is, but. Um, you know, like, look, for example, like if you were going to the theatre um, and you were sitting amongst people, what sort of fragrance then? Because I, I don't think animalics would would really work there, but it's still that similar sort of like white shirt, 
black tie kind of thing. What fragrance did you wear the last time you went to the theatre? I can't even, <laughs> I'm not sure I can remember. Oh, Christ. Um, when have I, have I ever been to the theatre? Uh, let me think. So, okay, um, so the last time I can remember wearing a fragrance to the theatre and I can remember what it was, I went to see the School of Rock in, uh, uh, in London with uh, the kids and I wore um, uh, 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 Lair du Desert uh, Marocain and nice. uh, I spent the whole evening walking around going god fucking hell somewhere around here smells absolutely fucking brilliant uh, and i couldn't <laughs> and it's and I me couldn't fig- <laughs> i couldn't figure out who it was and then i was like oh shit you yeah, know it is actually me um because I, I but um yeah there you go um I think last time I went to see um, London Philharmonic Orchestra at a theater, and that was in a sort of like theatre setting um, hmm. I wore Hugo Boss XY Hugo Boss XY do I know I don't think I even know it's, okay. it's, it's, it's any a, good? It, well it's really boring no. um, in a way um, but it's just uh, it, it's sort of uh, mint patchouli and uh, sort of cedary kind of thing hmm. um and and musk uh really boring so it's kind of a terrible fragrance but but i kind of really like it mm. discontinued now um obviously like all sort of good things are but um yeah no I, I i had a spot for it for a little while um quite a while back now boss xy oh I, I shall check it out oh, the it's only, like a, a cheeky gp uh, yeah the only time i think i've ever been to the theater um was really? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a theatre goer. Um, I, well, is that surprising to you? Yeah. Why? Because I'm yeah, so I've, cultured in in other ways. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Oh, you, well, you, yes. you, you, you're a man who clearly appreciates culture in 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 a great many aspects. Well, funnily, uh, it's not that I don't like it, or I'd be like, oh, I'm too sort of thingy. But it, it's not something that like Jenny doesn't really enjoy theatre. I'm not. I've never been. Uh, I, I like films, obviously. Like, but. Um, I, I, it's funny because today uh, we were in the park in Chester and they've got the Shakespeare, you know, like, t- oh, shit, the, the, the Shakespeare, like, temporary circle theatre thing. It's like a night theatre oh, yeah. where they have, yeah, yeah. like, performances on each night and they've got, like, different things on, you know, like Romeo and Juliet and all that kind of shit. Um, and I've been sort of tempted to go to that because um, some people I know are, like, kind of involved in the theatre or they're something to do with you know and there is a theatre in Chester now um Hmm. you know where the where the Odeon cinema used to be so like I should really go more than I go but um I the the only time that I can really remember and I know what I was wearing because I bought it while I was there um was I went to see uh the Book of Mormon uh in (laughs) um the Eugene uh whatever it's called theatre in New York in um you know, the uh, Broadway or whatever. And uh, I wore uh, Hermes um, ro- uh, Rockabar. Nice. <laughs> Just, yeah, so that was nice. And I remember uh, going over the road um, and having a drink afterwards. And what one thing I love about America uh, is the fact that they don't use all the fucking weights and measures and they don't go, oh, yeah, you've got exactly this much and you fucking try. They just, like, pour the liquor, don't they? Like, it's just kind of like pretty free-flowing like it might be expensive but like who gives a fuck you know you 
hammered off like two cocktails or whatever. So yeah, I remember that uh, briefly. Um, but yeah, I saw uh, Book of Mormon and that's amazing. I mean, I'm not a, certainly not a musical theatre guy. Fuck me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather go and see a play than go and see a load mm-hmm. of cunts fucking singing for like, but that was hilarious. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, it is, I, 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 um, it's hilarious. I, so I'm, I made the uh, very, very stupid mistake of booking uh, tickets for the Book of Mormon in Manchester um, last year. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And taking my kids, uh, aged then uh, 11 and 14. Um, I think uh, wildly inappropriate for kids <laughs> that age is, is probably how I'd describe it. Well, that's it. your bad. That's not their fucking bad. Yeah, is it? yeah. yeah. It, it, is, it is absolutely fucking hilarious. I can't remember what perfume I wore then, though, so it can't have been anything too remarkable. Um, okay, so on What, were they coming theme, back singing, don't fuck the baby? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Song, don't fuck the baby. Yeah, yeah fuck the baby. Yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, yeah. Hello, my name is Gerald Butt Fucking Naked. Just honestly, I was like, I mean, I I was dying because, like, on the one hand, like, I'm fucking laughing my ass off, and on the other hand, I'm thinking, oh shit, I'll fuck this right up with the kids. I'm gonna get in trouble when I get home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa's looking at me going, oh, mate, you fuck this one up. Um, but uh, no, that that was a lot of fun. Uh, so, um, perfumes four, perfumes four, perfumes four, uh, perfumes four. Regret. So, situation. I don't know. The situation is something you've done that you've regretted. What perfume? Uh, are you Lauren Mazzoni, hard leather. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, I think that I think the thing you were regretting is wearing the fucking perfume in the first place. That that is one of the most awful perfumes I've ever tried. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, oh, it's it pretty um, like death. Yeah, um, no, I like it though. Yeah, of course you like it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but no, it's just it, it smells like roadkill that's just been <laughs> like left to rot or something honestly i i it was so nauseating it is quite a tough one isn't it it's yeah. um it, it's yeah. got to be the hardest uh, well hard leather isn't it i mean yeah yeah the the dry down is nice though you know once you sort of give it some time yeah i mean once you get past the sort of smell of shit yeah which goes on for ages yeah, yeah. it's brilliant yeah uh, exactly i should try this perfume it's lovely smells of shit uh, yeah <laughs> It really does as well. It's it's a proper um like fecal shitty blast at the start, isn't it, when you first spray it. I mean I, I so I do like it, but e- yeah. even I find it difficult. Um and that first like ten minutes is, is really poor. Yeah. Yeah. But you I know, think, perfume I think, for regret, it kinda of makes sense, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Sit in the corner, yeah, yeah, have a little uh, cry uh, about your life. And then get on with your day. So um yeah, I think uh, uh, regret perfume. I've done something wrong. I'm in trouble. Um, probably something sweet and comforting that lets me off the hook. Royal Crown Sultan, uh, which, which incidentally, uh, I read the reviews of, and most people sort of uh, sort of regard this as being like a very imposing, uh, you know, sort of macho man sort of perfume. It's actually just a a great big spicy vanilla um 
Uh, I don't understand why anyone would think it smells like a billionaire. It, it clearly doesn't. It's just quite a, a pleasant, comforting uh, uh, gourmand, really, to me. Um, so, James, is that, is that the one that I like? No, no. That uh, oh, that was Imperator. That's wasn't right. It? Yeah, yeah. A white bottle. Uh, Sultan comes in a black bottle. Uh, well, at least I think it's black. When you shine a torch through it, it goes weirdly dark green. But uh, uh, there that goes. Uh, James, you look uh, deep in thought. Um, I'm not. I was just Googling. I was wondering if I put regret into... Because I have no fucking idea. Uh, so I put it into uh, Fragrantica just to see if there was any, like, you know, remorse, poor harm, or fucking, you know, anything <laughs> remorse, like... Remorse, poor harm. <laughs> if there was a, you know, there's like arrogance, poor harm, and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah. uh, is there a, a... And it came up with, don't know whether it just like fucked the letters around and went, uh, do you mean this? Uh, but it came up with uh, La Vierge de Feu by uh, Serge Lutens. And I tried to read the blurb on it, and I was just, I was literally like nodding. My head was fucking nodding, because I was like, I don't understand this, and I don't really care. So, um, but the name of it is the Iron Maiden, um, you know, the not, Iron Maiden. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, not the band, um, but yeah, the the Iron Maiden. So, uh, I, that, that I'd wear that. <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. Uh, fragrances to go see Iron Maiden. <laughs> Brilliant. I know exactly. I know exactly what I'd wear. Brilliant. Brilliant. Fucking brilliant, right? And I can actually say I would wear this. And I described it pretty much in these terms, so this is perfect. Um, uh, hang it's... on, hang on. James has suddenly come alive. We've <laughs> right. set fire to James. Yeah, okay. So here, um, there's a perfumer, and he lives in the UK. I don't know if he's... I think he's got a German name, Paul Schutzer. Do you know Paul, Sch- Paul Schutzer? He's, uh, Not personally. He's, no, he's got a... It's a niche brand. They're in, like... Uh, Les Centers or one of those kind of things. And he's a photographer, this guy. Uh, very, right. like, creative dude. Um, and he decided to make perfumes, and he's very fucking good at it. He's a bit of a... He's a bit of a shady tower, you know, and he's not... They're, they're almost in the same way that, like, you know, Olfactive Studio make those kind of... This is meant to be based on, like, you know, a, a portrait of some fucking fruit or... You know, they're, they're all, like... They have a visual aspect to them. He clearly does to his. Um, this one that I'm thinking of, uh, let me just find the name of it. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, Paul Schutzer. Paul Schutzer, here we go. It's called Tears of Eros. Not to be confused with Versace Eros, which is shite. Um, this is uh, 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 Paul Schutzer's Tears of Eros, and I described it as a heavy metal hyacinth, I think that's what I said. So uh, I would wear that because heavy I'm, metal hyacinth. Yeah, it's it, it's it's like it is metallic. It's very fucking banging. I will read the notes, which I never do. But let's let's go with Fragrantica's spurious kind of. Are they actually the notes? Uh, hyacinth, gaiac wood, incense, green, orange. Um, oris, pink pepper, ambergris, cedar, benzoin, uh, cardamom, and labdanum. Now, I would say it's the most impactful. I honestly was like, because I don't really like hyacinths particularly. My mum always has them in her house, and she has them to disguise. This is disgusting, but to disguise the smell of the drains. Because she had some fucking work done years ago on a drive, and it doesn't quite, like, sometimes there's a bit of a, like, smell of fucking drains right so she's like oh i always put this in the front like thing um and so i always associate 
the smell of hyacinths, which is a very wet floral smell, very pungent, mm. uh, with kind of like covering up for a slight like <clears throat> smell of fucking human shit. Um, so, which is disgusting, really, isn't it? But um, well, it's broadly how I'd expect uh, an Iron Maiden concert to go as well. Well, the the shit smell. It, there's, there's nothing particularly dirty in this perfume. It's very metallic and very like. I, I, at first, I tried it and was like, oh my god, the hyacinth is so like pitchy and just like oh and then i was wearing it i was like actually this is fucking brilliant this is brilliant like how has he done this like this is really like really really unique perfume right and i need to buy that perfume i don't know when the hell i would wear it i'd have to go and see iron maiden a bit more often but uh, that would be like the time where you're like i want to i want to wear something really mad we should definitely try that perfume i'd be really intrigued to see what you guys thought of it because I thought it was fucking brilliant. In fact, that whole guy's line. Let's get the fucking samples. Let's do it. You know. Um, let's do it. Let's Paul, reach. Let's right, I'm gonna reach out to Paul. Reach out. Reach out. Like the four fucking tops. Reach out. <laughs> um, all right. Fragrances to go see the four top. No. Uh, let's finish the Iron Maiden one. Uh, ben. Fragrances to see Iron Maiden. Uh, uh, Iron Maiden. Fucking au noir. It's au noir again, isn't it? <laughs> Everything's au noir. Um, no. Um, how about um, Tiziani Terenzi, Lord No Nero? Ooh, what's that one like? I don't think I've tried Lord No Nero. It's really right. resinous. Um, yeah, yeah, resinous, woody. Mm. Quite complicated. There's like a weird ash note to it. Um, but to me, I always... In my like kind of imagination, it, it reminds me of like a Victorian opium den or something like sort of dusty, Ooh. crushed velvet, um, smoke, quite oppressive, um, but very woody, mm. like hard, dark wood. It's it, quite gothic, um, but it, yeah, just sort of gothic and, and quite metal. That's a very, very, very vivid description i was going to ask what your top fragrance for going to a victorian open open <laughs> den would be but i think i think we know what it is um so side note on terenzi um i've heard it said that terenzi is basically a clone house uh, i i would not what this do you reckon one? to that statement definitely not lord no nero i mean i to be honest i've not smelled a lot like it it's it's quite um quite unique okay would you say look i i I don't completely think because i have sort of somewhat studied that 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 lord nonero fragrance Mm. um uh some people do say it's got like black afghano-esque vibes to it which yes it does uh, it's much more complicated though it's better it's it, it's better than black afghano you know end of story um frankly being punched in the bollocks is better than well and, and, and for some reason i see them quite cheap uh those fragrances but uh, there's one called ecstasy I think. yeah it's in the black collection same uh, black collection which... a friend of mine got suspended from facebook for trying to sell a bottle of terenzi ecstasy <laughs> really yeah yeah, yeah, suspended for selling drugs. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I remember, I remember like trying it on the shelf and being like, they're very, like we were talking about those brands the other day, uh, very oh. bombastic. They're very like, like in your face, strong, complex, and I think that can be um, 
it, it, it's very sort of passionate and kind of Italian, if you like. Because then you, you have these different sides to like Italian where you've got like the sort of Amalfi Coast or let's be a bit like kind of be a bit chic and like sit, you know, citrusy, like French perfumery, but just from Italy. Um, mm. And then you get kind of like down into the sort of south and you get those like, um, uh, what's that guy? Uh, Loresi, Lorenzo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lorenzo Villarosi. Villa, Villa, Villarosi, yeah, Villa, yeah, yeah. Villarosi. Yeah. Those, they're I've like... Got the, oh. I've got the home one. They're really good, uh, classy. It's all right, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he has a classy, almost French style, is what I'm saying. So it's like yeah. the, the kind of Italian version of the French trained perfumer. But I mean, there's that style. Then there's like, oh, big, sexy, fucking, you know, a bit like um, Ben's mate. What's her name? Oh, uh, Francesca Bianchi. <laughs> what's that indie perfumer? Francesca <laughs> Bianchi. That kind of like, oh, let's be all the sexy kind of like that was more French. I can't do Italian, you know, you know. What I mean? um, but yeah, basically that that more sort of bombastic uh, uh, style and that guy who does Nassimato, um and that guy who does Bogue. Uh, even though I think he's based in the Netherlands, but he's an Italian guy. Uh, right. So um, situation. Your stepsister is getting married to a guy you know is a cunt, and you have to go on his stag do. Wow, that's Aww. oddly specific. I know. Yeah, has that, that happened to yeah. you? No, oh, right. <laughs> I don't have a stepsister. No, I just thought I'd. I, it's I just good. Felt like it's good. Up an oddly specific situation. That is really so good. you 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 have to go on a stag do, basically of someone that you've got a only sort of tangential familial loyalty to and you don't like them, what are you going to wear? Um, I would probably say... Uh, I, I was thinking maybe I would wear something twatty, like, uh, yeah. you know, really loud and something that I don't really like, but it's kind of inflicting it on other people. Um, Excellent. So that would probably be... Maybe something like, um, you know, it would be a kind of classic, like a fucking Eros or <laughs> like... Ooh, um, nasty. Yeah, or like... Uh, Do you own Eros? No, of course I don't. I, I had a no. tiny bottle once. Did you see I hit it with a um, a, a fucking uh, lump hammer and smashed it <laughs> in slow motion <laughs> with like... I think I put like the platoon fucking music on it and I had it like... <laughs> Super, super fucking slow motion. And it was like... And it all fucking shattered. It was actually really good. It was like one of the best things I've ever done. Um, So, like I I say, I mean, Ben, you should really... My Instagram, I mean, I'm blowing my own fucking trumpet here but like it's pretty yeah. funny isn't it like it's all right james's you know? james's instagram is brilliant oh, i thought james's uh, uh attack on uh mr cologne and uh fucking pheromone fuckface was just uh absolutely spot on yeah well uh, not uh, not even week. not even that i mean it doesn't have to be nasty it's just like you know sometimes i i make little funny fucking stupid videos and little things like that yeah. and the problem is I did exactly like you were saying the other day, right? Talking about social fucking media, right? Like, I get, like, about 500 people watched the video. Like, literally, like, 550 fucking people. And I got, like, 43 likes or something. It's like, Mm. come on, you twat. And I even got, like, that fucking guy that I don't like. What's his name? That fucking Dutch twat. Um, What's his name? Dutch twat? Yeah, your mate, fucking Brian. Yeah, that fucking dickhead. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he even even commented on my thing, and I was like, 
Like, oh. what's he commenting? He's not like I stopped following him and he stopped following me. But he's obviously still looking at my fucking shit because he he actually put a comment on there. Like, I think he responded to something like you'd said or someone had said. And I was like, oh. that's so that twat's fucking, you know, creeping. Stalking Yeah, you. exactly. <laughs> right. Best fragrances for creeping. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, that's an interesting idea. What is the twattiest fragrance you own? Like, um, and interpret twatty how you like. But for me, uh, I think uh, I would probably go with... Uh, Kemi Hyatt um, and it's there's something it's a very good perfume by the way but it's just ludicrously strong um, kind of synthetic oody woody sort of thing uh, that just goes on forever um, and I think if I was going to inflict perfume on someone that's probably the one I would inflict Viet Army probably but both or Viet Armis Maybe because it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's Latin. Um, but yeah, Beaufort, Viet, I miss. It uh, smells like a pirate's arsehole. Lovely. Um, um, I, have, I don't uh, even know. Uh, that's, that's quite a specialist subject, it, it, Again, arsehole. it's like a, it's got an opium accord in it. So it's like this thick, black, resinous kind of thing with tea and spices and woods. And it's, it's just brutal. It's, it, it properly stinks. I love it, but it, it, it is certainly something that... You know, you would be just a massive twat if you wore it to the theatre, for example. Um, yeah, I mean, I probably my twattiest, I think, is probably um, Bond Number no. Nine, the the Parfum, just the the Bond Number no. Nine Parfum. It's called. Uh, it's a. Oh, yeah. It's an absolutely disgraceful kind of sweet, <laughs> sweet but cheesy, stinky oud. So it's kind of like it's like it's like Dolly mixtures made out of blue cheese. Um, mm. And kind of like just, oh, it's horrendous. I I don't know why I bought it. I just I couldn't tell you. I was in the shop and I was just blinded by the those stupid star bottles and was like, I'm in mm. New York, woohoo! I'll just buy that. And uh, I fucking hate it. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, okay, I mean, I'm I'm trying to figure out why this is not really working as a segment, and I think <laughs> it's because, and I think it's because, uh, you know. Um, well, do we really have specific occasion fragrances? I'm not sure no. we do. I know you said you definitely don't. You just wear whatever you're feeling. Um, but I guess there are certain things that I will usually wear the same fragrance for. Generally speaking, work-related meetings, nine times out of ten, I'm wearing Invasion Bar Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and uh, you know, it's... It's just my sort of well, go-to. I, I, I do have I do have two very specific scenarios that I do wear stuff for, and this is hundred percent truth, right? Go. So for uh, trying to get jiggy, which I've mentioned before, uh, I wear uh, the one uh, by D and G, just because it feels like a kind of cozy, like nice, sort of close to your kind of. Uh, n- nice scent for going to bed because it's not too strong, which a lot of people complain about. Does, oh, it, does it have a lot of pheromones in it? <laughs> well, this is the thing. I don't know whether like my missus likes it or women like it or whatever. I like it, and my perception is that, oh, women might like this because it's not in your face. It's not trying to be too anything. It's kind of sweet. It's kind of like, you know, boozy and sort of by the fireplace, like, oh, nice and sort of cosy. So that's the only time I ever wear it is when I'm going to bed and when I'm like... Hey, do you fancy a bit? No. 
No. Right. Okay. All right. Night then. And then I have another one where I'm abstaining from uh, anything like that. And I wear Chastity by Rassassi. <laughs> which, which I do genuinely own. And here's the bottle. I don't know if you can fucking see this. No, I can't see Oh, that. it's all bright and fucking... Come on. Like, it's a really hey. stupidly shaped bottle. Anyway, just right. like Google fucking Chastity by Rassassi and you'll see it's the... It looks like some kind of like something like like a predator fucking throwing star or something like something he'd pull out of his belt like fucking anytime. Yeah, like, yeah, so it's a weird thing. Um and it's just crap. Um and it doesn't smell like anything like the notes that it's depicted. Uh it's just a fucking complete piece of trash. But I blind bought it again in one of those things where I go to Birmingham and I go to the fucking bull ring and I go, Oh, what what are all the what are all these fucking Arabic fragrances you've got for like eight quid a piece? And I just oh, buy yeah. like six at a time and then go, uh, yeah, the shit. <laughs> Get them home. Like, Awful. Why, Ash, why did I buy Ashmal carbon and stuff like that. And I'm uh, like, maybe it'll be good. It might be fucking really good. So when, next time you're going, oh, you, you know, slagging off clones and buying them. I literally just blind bought a few. And I don't buy any of those kind of fragrances anymore because I've got too many and there's no point in, in owning them because they usually mm. shit. Occasionally you might get a good one, but I would say do your research first um, and then maybe you might get a gem. But yes, there is genuinely one called Chastity and there is one called... So that's my question to you guys. You, you know, you both have uh, better halves, uh, you know, for their fucking sins. Um, what, are they, what are they getting down to or what do you think that they might, you know... So um, my, my wife uh, likes uh, Ralph Lauren polo wow I mean, oh that's good uh, that's yeah, good yeah, taste yeah and 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 fragrances of that very traditional masculine um sort of piney cypressy sort of um style she's a northern um, lass she wants you to smell like a man she doesn't want exactly. no fucking oud or any of that bullshit just give no, me a fucking she, man she fucking hates an oud. I can I can tell you right now that uh, 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 you know if I wear an oud, uh, I will not be getting lucky. It's it's a given. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so you know uh, if if I want my wife to compliment me, I will wear polo uh, or polo crest or um, any other version of polo. Oh, right. Basically. Okay. Except yeah, yeah, for straight. sport. Uh, yeah, I don't own sport. I, I, I own the, the Quorum, Aqua Quorum, which is basically the same. Yeah. Do you have any, I mean, are there any perfumes that you always wear for a particular type of occasion? I, I do actually, so I'm like the opposite of James. I actually really like um, wearing perfumes for like, tr or trying to work out like a, a perfume that fits the right kind of vibe mm. for, for something I'd be doing or whatever. Um so I actually do really enjoy it, and, and I sort of feel like it's part and parcel of where picking a perfume. It's like, how, you know, I sort of think how it does this fit the, the mood or the vibe or, mm. or whatever. Um, but I, d I don't think I have like one that I would particularly wear for each specific occasion. I think it's just what you know what, what I would, but I would bear it in mind if you like when I when mm. I when I make my choice or whatever. Um, so. But but in your in your mass of fucking perfumes and your extensive catalogue of 
scenarios. Is there any one that you go, whenever I do this, I wear that? And it's all right if the answer's no. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of more interested in the absence of an answer, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't think so, because the thing is, I think I so rarely... I think probably like a lot of people like us, I've got mm. so many that it's really hard to just have one thing for... Like, I rarely finish a bottle of anything because oh, I, I, I rarely sort of fixate on, on one perfume in that way. Yeah, there, um, there, there, there is an abundance of these questions in forums on uh, fragrance websites. Oh, I'm going to this, what should I wear? Or, like, it's mm. it's a very popular, like, YouTube kind of thing to be like, oh, let's talk about scenarios or, or even Jeremy Fragrance, of all things. Oh, I've got a really unique uh, selling point here in that all my fragrances now are magically the office, the date, the this, the that. So it is a common, like, trope. It's a common thing. And I think that's why people who are genuine enthusiasts sort of stray away from it because we're like, what, you have, like, a scenario where you think about... You just think, what? How do I feel that day, right? Regardless of what I'm doing, how do I? How am I feeling that morning when I wake up and think, what am I going to wear? Um, and 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 lots of different things dictate that rather than what you're actually doing. Just coming back to the sex thing, I don't know why I've thought of this, but again, you can probably maybe cut this out. Uh, but um, do you ever remember that program? And this is quite an interesting concept, I think. Um, and yeah, just to get your kind of take on it, there was a program with Billy Piper. Uh, and it was about a prosa. Do you remember? It was about like it was called like oh. a Diary of a Call Girl or something like. That. I think yeah. it was based yeah, on a yeah. it's based on a book about a real like madam like call girl kind of thing. And her mm. whole thing was that she used to wear men's deodorant and aftershave so that so that the men, her clients, didn't smell of a woman uh, when they go back to their. Ma- and I thought that's a nice little like touch. And that came from the book. I think that came from a real kind of account of uh, a woman who was doing that job. Um, as, oh. a, as a little bit of a cover. So just, you know, while we were on that sex kind of subject, I thought, hmm, that's quite a clever ah. little thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when one is uh, uh, being adulterous, one should make sure <laughs> that the person with whom you are committing said adultery is, is wearing, wearing Lynx Africa. <laughs> yeah, and actually cares that yep. you don't get caught by your fucking spouse or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Links Africa. I mean, that's what it all comes down to, really. I mean, we spend two hours talking shit on Perfume on a podcast, and and the best we can come up with is Links Africa. That's <laughs> that's that's why we do this. Uh, okay, I'm sort of uh, uh, reaching the end of my proverbial tether on this one. Um, so, uh... I, th- I think the point that I made before that Billy Piper bullshit was like was quite, <laughs> was was quite a kind of full circle. Let's come back to what we all personally, the, the, the people who are true enthusiasts don't really think about perfume in this kind of way. It's well, a it's a very it, juvenile almost way to think about it, I think. But it, I, well, you say that, but one of the tests I then apply uh, to a perfume about whether or not I'm going to keep it is whether I can ever actually envisage a scenario where I'll wear the fucking that's thing. That's true, that's true. Uh, uh, so... Um, uh, like I've got a very very expensive um, uh, oud perfume by uh, Aga Aura. Um, oh yeah, it, it, it's really 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 nice, really fucking strong. And I've considered selling it a few times because it's you know it's a bit of a collector's item and it's it's definitely worth a few quid. Um, 
And the only but the the scenario that I come up with for wearing it is I quite like wearing it for bed. Um, I, which is ridiculous, I know, but like I put a bit on each forearm, and then when I'm asleep, I sort of keep waking up and and kind of getting strong wafts of it, and and so that's my scenario for fucking retaining, uh, you know, a five hundred dollar fucking perfume, which is stupid, really. But but yeah, if I couldn't conceive of that scenario, it'd be gone. Go on, Ben. You look like you want to say something. No, just you reminded me about the sleeping thing, and I, I always wear this, but I only wear it when I go to sleep. And it's uh, "Jeu de Fête" by uh, L'Artisan Parfumeur. Ah, nice, nice. Which is a kind of sugary almond chocolate kind of thing, um, but it's it's really soft, like really, really soft. It, it smells like mini eggs. Um, yeah, but it, it, it's, it does. It's it does really smell like super eggs. soft. Um, so I, I I sort of wear it when I go to bed, and I, I've never actually worn it for anything else um hmm. that's all i, I wear it for so i, I find uh i mean i do often wear fragrance when i go to bed um and uh, i find that uh there's broadly three categories that work for me something sweet um because sweet is always sort of reasonably comforting uh, at bed uh, musky because musks are always good um and um do you ever wear uh, lavender? Oody. Um, no, I don't. And, and, and weirdly, uh, so my wife uses this lavender pillow spray thing, which is quite pleasant. I know lavender's meant to sort of help you Relax, sleep and all yeah, that jazz. Yeah. But but because I associate it so much with, like, um, uh, fougères, which is sort of preferred sort of style of perfume for me, um, they lavender always sort of makes me think of kind of snappy sort of well-heeled well-dressed kind of going to work stuff rather than you know sleeping so yeah no I, sure I, I no I, I i completely agree i i don't really get i understand how it can be sort of meditative and and, and calming and stuff but mm. i find it quite like it's quite a lot you know for 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 bedtime but yeah i do uh own that one as well uh ben the um Je de uh, Je de yeah. and yeah like i mean I say that I think I gave it to Jenny because it was one of those that I don't think I'd ever wear it. But uh, and just for that reason, yeah, I probably would wear it in bed. And I think a mini eggs, that kind of like shell, like sugary shell kind of thing, yeah. is exactly what it smells like. Um, but yeah, it's a, that that is a nice uh, nice one. But isn't it funny that we have specific ones that we actually just wear to bed, um, mm-hmm. where you know that wouldn't be because sometimes you take a shower before you go to bed. Like, you know, I don't particularly often, but, like, sometimes I do. And I think, oh, I've got, I've got to wear a fragrance. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I can't be asked with something that's a kind of start of the day uh, sort of mm. fragrance. I need something um, sugary and soft. Same with uh, Rock Ass Man, uh, that big, mm. like, butt plug, fucking that frosted butt plug thing. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I wear that uh, at night. and That's it, quite sweet, isn't it? Yeah, that's a sweet kind of, yeah, sort of cotton candy throwaway sort of thing. Um, so yeah, that's, you know, um, I mean, again, we, we come to the conclusion that we do and we don't with, with everything. Well, really, don't we? I mean, yeah. so I think it's easy to just say, oh, I don't have specific fragrances for specific situations, but I think, um, uh, I, I think that can't quite be true because uh, I mean, if you're anything like me, you'll stand in front of fucking perfume cupboard sometimes for like 10, 15 minutes going, oh, 
what, what what am I vibing today? What am I doing? You know, what 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 sort of perfume do I want to wear? And and and, and it can take ages because you are searching for the thing that somehow connects you know, the scent to your day or what your your activities are going to be in some way. So I, I think we do, you know, otherwise we'd just be fucking grabbing whatever was on the table. Although that said, uh, for a guy with like, you know, however many hundred bowls of perfume I've got, I do quite often just grab whatever's on the fucking table <laughs> because it's like, oh yeah, I, I, this was out from last night because I was taking a picture of it or something. Right, I'll wear that. Exactly. How easy. how much of it is the motivation uh, of Instagram to like post a new thing or or talk about something new or whatever? Well, 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 well what goes on Instagram very rarely for me actually correlates to the perfume of the day. Sometimes it does, mm-hmm. but. But because I spend a reasonable amount of time setting up photos and editing them and such like it, you know, I I couldn't do it like every day. Sure. Um, and and so I end up sort of doing like maybe ten photos or something on a weekend. Um, and you you and then, have an obligation as well to 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 do certain things. I don't, I don't mean that in a sort of the way it sounds no i mean because you get sent- i'm not obliged no because you get but- you get sent stuff and so yeah yeah i, I, I don't mean that in a kind of nasty way like oh obliged i mean you you do uh you you probably feel that you have an obligation to to do it uh well, even I, if you do yeah, or you I don't have to, i have to set up i feel like i have to set up a decent photo or you know as, as, as so far as my photography is any good it's um you know i'm i'm probably uh, and it, it's not like me going, oh, please tell me my photos are great. I, I genuinely, I, I think my photographs are, um, on the whole, okay at best. And sometimes, just occasionally, I get a cracker uh, uh, by sheer good luck or, or, or whatever. Mm. Um, but technically, I don't feel like I'm a very good photographer, but I enjoy it. Um, and I do feel like when I get sent stuff to review, I have to you know, put maximum effort into taking that photo but often what will happen is i'll spend you know maybe i'll I'll do some shots in an evening or something and i'll leave perfumes out on the table and i'll just walk into the room in the morning and go right well i'll just grab that rather than look in the cupboard and go through that fucking headache yeah of like oh my god i've got so many perfumes this is giving me a headache uh um actually you know like uh i kind of quite admire people who have like a collection of like four perfumes because it can't be all that difficult to choose no. uh, it'd be straightforward wouldn't it yeah what, what am i vibing today is it a b c or d oh fucking guess 25 percent chance you're gonna be right so anyway whatever um so we do and we don't um, yeah, I'd we, say I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, I, I do definitely like to think about it, but at the same time, it might be something different. Entire, you know, it's so different from day to day. It's like it's like you know when someone says, "What's your favourite song?" It might be something like today, but it would be something completely different tomorrow. So I think mm-hmm. that's probably my problem. Is that I definitely like to think about it, but they probably change every single time as well. Mm. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, it is what it is, motherfuckers. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it's been real. Um, as always, uh, you can get in touch. If you've got a better idea than uh, occasion fragrances, please do get in touch and we will be happy 
uh, to put it into motion. Um, all of the details for how to get in touch are in the show notes. Uh, as ever, I've been Dan. Uh, thank you, Ben. And thank you, James. Thank you. Cheers. All the best. And we will see you motherfuckers next time on Lizardance. Lizardance.